In today's gospel, Jesus proclaims to his disciples, you are the salt of the earth. One of the scripture scholars, you know, asked this question, maybe a question that you may also have asked yourself. Why does Christ call his disciples the salt of the earth rather than gold or silver or any other precious stones on earth? Why does he call his disciples as the salt? So this caller answers, he says, because salt is a thing universally useful and necessary. Now go to any dinner table across the world, I guess any part of the world, they should have, you know, salt on the table. A king had three daughters. He wanted to test their love for him. So he called them and asked them, tell me how much you love me. The eldest daughter said, father, I love you like jewelry. The king was very pleased with her as he was very fond of gold and jewels and had a large collection of exquisite jewelry in his palace. The second daughter said, Father, I love you like the best wine. The king was happy to hear this as he liked wines and, and other alcoholic drinks. Then the youngest daughter replied, Dear father, I love you like salt. The king became furious on hearing this reply. Angrily he shouted, What do you mean? Salt is useless, cheap, ordinary object, which, which we can find even in poor slums of my kingdom. I know you don't love me. I don't want to see you again, go away. But the youngest daughter met the palace chef and requested him to avoid salt in all the dishes to be served during the royal feast on the next day. The old chef had a special affection for this youngest princess as she was simple and humble and innocent. So he agreed to do what she wished. So during the feast, the king tasted his favorite dishes and he cried out, What is this? It has no taste at all. He summoned the chef and questioned him. The wise chef answered, Oh, sir, I was afraid to include salt in the royal dishes because yesterday, you declared in the quote that the salt was useless and an ordinary article. I avoided it. The king learned a lesson. He realized the importance of salt and asked the youngest daughter to forgive him for his harsh remarks and rash behavior. He understood the extent of her love towards him and embraced her. Yes. Salt is important. It enhances the taste and flavor of food. Through the image of the salt, 
Jesus wishes to explain to his disciples the meaning of their mission and their witness. Pope Benedict XVI, who recently passed away, writes, The disciples of Jesus are called to give a new taste to the world and to keep it from corruption with the wisdom of God. What is the wisdom of God? St. Paul, in today's second reading, reveals to us what is the wisdom of God. He says, For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you, except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Not the knowledge of this world, not the intelligence of the world, just Jesus Christ. That is the wisdom of God. As Christians, we have a danger. You and I have a danger of losing our saltiness. The salt loses flavor on account of fear, of persecution, on account of our love for bodily pleasure and wealth. And when we exercise our pride and our desire for fame and attention, when we neglect our responsibilities, and when we embrace the secular doctrines of this world, we lose our saltiness. As Christians, we are invited today to grow in the saltiness. We are called to raise the flavor of every human activity and transform it. To grow in saltiness means we need to get closer to Christ. In loving Christ, we learn to love our neighbor. We need to live a life of charity. As the prophet Isaiah today in the first reading reminds us, share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed and the homeless, clothe the naked when you see them, and do not turn your back on your own. The instruction of Jesus to his followers is to be the salt of the earth. And it implies that we should mingle freely with others. How does that look like? Imagine you take the salt, all the salt that you have, and you don't put it on your dish, but put it on the side. And can you then eat it? Can you put all the salt together on one side and, and you know, consume it? I don't think so, because the salt has to go into the food. And that is what we are called to do as Christians, that we are called to, um, to freely mingle with others, to add flavor to the life of everyone, to promote peace, fellowship, joy, harmony in society. And how do we do it? Calling for attention, making our presence felt? No, but in silence and in sincere service. Think about the salt, or let's compare it to any other substance. Think about turmeric or, you know, I don't know, um, red chili powder. When you put it in, it transforms the color of the dish. But when you put salt, there's no transformation. It's invisible. You don't even notice that there is something, maybe once you taste it. But this is what we're called to do as Christians, not gain attention, but we've got to do things silently. That is what Christ is inviting us today. If we live this way, 
you and I, our families, and our parish communities will become the salt of the earth. You know, we see many examples of this in our own community. You know, there's so many things that are happening. You know, you see all these amazing food, food sales that happen and celebrations that happen. You know, we go, we eat, we enjoy the meal and go back. Do you know how much of work goes in to put that together? Do you know how the tables are set? There are people coming in early to do all of these things. Sometimes we just assume everything is going to be set for us. There are a lot of people making sacrifices every single day to make it happen. So, so we have many examples of this um, all around us. So if we live this spirit, if we don't lose our saltiness, we all have it. We all have it in us. Uh, we will transform this world with our silent presence. Just like the salt makes the food better, so too may we make the world better through our lives. Saint, um, Saint Catherine of Siena, she had famously said, if only, if only you knew who you were, you would set this, this, this world on fire, right? That's what she said. She gives us this encouragement. She said, with tremendous desire, my soul longs for you to be so seasoned with the salt of true knowledge and wisdom that you may zealously drive sin and demons from people's darkened soul. That is our mission, to drive away demons and sin from people's souls. You can do this by conscientiously uniting yourself ever more closely with the true light and wisdom, fire and warmth of divine charity revealed to us in God's union with humanity. Start being brave about everything. Don't look at your weakness, but realize that in Christ crucified, you can do everything.